Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From NewSounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, this is Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. The singer and guitarist Lau Noah is based here in New York, but she's originally from Catalonia in Spain. And her guitar playing reflects the sounds of Spanish classical and flamenco music, but there are also elements of Latin American music, jazz, pop, even bluegrass on her new album. That's because that record called Ados is, as the title implies, a series of duets with people like jazz singer Cecile McLaurin Salvant, mandolinist Chris Thiele, and pop star Jacob Collier. Lau Noah joins us in the studio today with fellow singer Elliot Skinner to perform some of those songs, and they'll start with this charming folky number called Wooden Chair. Some wood and make a little bench 
Well, that's lovely. That is Wooden Chair, live performance by uh, my guest Lau Noah with Elliot Skinner on vocals. On the record, Lau, the uh, other singer with you is uh, Salvador Sobral, the yes. Portuguese singer. That's right. Best known for, uh, he won the Eurovision Song Contest that's some years ago. Correct. So how did you, you know, there's such a remarkable diversity of people on this record. Mm. How did you pick? <laughs> um, everything was extremely precarious actually it was all last minute it was all you know there was no budget for this project so I would text these people and then hope that they would get back to me and then they would and then they'd say I'm free it would be March and they'd be like I'm free on June 8th for two hours you can come to my house you know in Madrid Right. And so I'd, uh, I would just work odd jobs here in New York to gather the money to buy a flight to go to their homes, to their home studios, their living rooms, and record there, you know. I, I wouldn't say I really picked. I think it made sense. Everyone whom I chose to sing the songs I chose to sing, you know, to have them sing, um, made a lot of sense. It just did, you know. Was it an idea that you had at the beginning, or did you record a couple of duets and think, oh, I kind of like this, maybe I'll do a whole album? I think it was, some. I had an epiphany. I was in Madrid in March 2022, and I was sleeping on some friend's couch, and I had this idea of two chairs facing each other. I was uh, like, that would be great. I really, I, I've been performing solo for most of my career. And so I was really craving sharing that with somebody. And, and the duet is my favorite setup, you know, because it's just the energy is really focused on each other. There's nowhere else to go, you know. And I love what happens when two people sit next to each other, in front of each other, look at, into each other's eyes and sing a song, you know. Right. And kind of sing to each other rather than projecting to some anonymous audience. Absolutely. Maybe you can see and maybe you can't. Actually, it's like I've I've seen that a lot with whenever I've had audiences uh, witness the duet format. Um, I think they really really love that. It's like you know watching a, a love scene in a film. Like right. they are looking at each other. They don't look at you, but you feel like you're there. You know, you can feel it all. So it's great. Now your your first record was a short record, and it was all solo. It was just you and the guitar. That's correct. And that was called. Do you call it three or tres? I call it, it's a number for that purpose, so that mm. everyone can call it in their own language, you know. Okay, yeah. but it's not called one, it's called three. It's called three. Mm. Why? Because it was, um, most of the songs I had written on the f my first three years of playing guitar. Okay. Yeah. Um, so now with Ados, which by the way is out tomorrow, right. you finally get a chance to kind of expand into the, into the duet format and sometimes beyond it. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the opening track with Gabi Moreno, that has some piano and there's something else. It sounds like one of those double-strung instruments, maybe a guitar portuguesa or something like that. What is that? It's actually two classical guitars playing several lines, harmonizing each other. Yeah. Wow. And on piano, okay. it's, it's the great Larry Goldings, so that's why it sounds so beautiful. 
Las canciones son bellas, apaciguar heridas, pero nunca son ellas, milagros salvavidas. Deja que te revele, que denuncie el delito, que mi corazón duele, que mi corazón duele, que mi corazón duele. And then uh, the Jorge Drexler track, Libertad, has strings. Mm -hmm. uh, the song Que Pasan Cosas has a beautiful brass ensemble. Yeah. So stepping away from, the, you know, kind of expanding the sound occasionally seems to have been part of this process as well. Yeah, uh, it was. I was very adamant to have the core of every song be completely live, completely in person. And so the core of every song was just two voices and a guitar, always, except for the one with Jacob Collier, where there's two guitars, he's also playing. And right. then from that, I would consider whether it needed anything else, you know. And if it did, then I would overdub the rest. Now, um, on the new record, Ados, mm. you revisit a couple of songs from the first record, from three. Yeah. And the one you're going to do next is one of those songs called Siete Lagrimas, yeah. Seven Tears. On the new record, you have the wonderful Cecile McLaurin Salvant singing with you yeah that must have been how did that happen <laughs> how, how do you just text her and get her to agree to do that that was very random that was amazing actually because it was the last session i recorded and it was this uh, the spring of 2023 and i had just met cecile a couple weeks before in a random little town outside of barcelona we, wow. were, we were just invited to the same dinner party, and we happened to sit next to each other at dinner. And we didn't even talk about music. We spoke about love and dragons and mythology. And, <laughs> and then after dinner, we sat, you know, all the musicians, and we picked up a guitar, and people played songs. And, and I played one of my songs, and when I finished, she goes, You're so weird. <laughs> and I thought that was such an amazing compliment from her. Yep. So we yep. exchanged contacts, and then I I just text her, and I I went, uh, "Are you in New York?" She's like, "Yeah, I'm here for yeah for a day. Do you want to record this song?" And she had checked out my EP, and she had uh, listened to that song. She was like, "I know this song. I love this song." I'm like, "Do you want to do a version with me?" Yeah. Wow. Uh, but so you're you're going to uh, give Elliot a break here on this one, and okay. this is this is you the way it appears on the first record, right? Yeah, correct. Okay, Lau Noah. The new album is called Ados. This song is on it in a somewhat different arrangement. It's called Siete Lagrimas, Seven Tears. Tibio. 
lloraré seis lágrimas de amor y una de alivio. El amor es como un árbol que florece con agua bendita, pero el fruto llega y cae la flor. El fruto se marchita. Siete lágrimas por ti bajo este sol tibio. Seis de amor por derramar. Siente lágrimas de adiós bajo este sol tibio. Seis de amor por derramar. Once again, that is Lao Noah. Yes, a round of applause for Nelly Skinner. I got to clap. Skinner. I got to clap. <laughs> Timeless. We'll uh, be rejoining Lao on the next song. Um, live here in our studio, that is Siete Lagrimas, Seven Tears, which appears on both the early EP and now on the brand new record, Ados, with Cecile McLaurin Salvant. Um, let's talk a little bit about your guitar playing, Lao. Um, as a Spanish guitarist, you know, we think Segovia or flamenco and, you know, in a song like La Soledad, there's obvious flamenco elements there. But what what did you, you know, how did you come to the guitar? Who were your guitar inspirations? I came to the guitar much, much later in my music life, first of all. And I had already moved to New York. I was, I had been here for a couple of years already. It was 2016. And before wow. I, I played, I played piano before, but I, I didn't, I had, whenever I had tried the guitar, I didn't just, it didn't work. And for uh, some reason, I was in Montreal in February 2016, and I got locked up in an apartment because there was a snowstorm outside, and my friend only had a guitar. So I, I, I picked it up that night and I wrote a song and the way I wrote it was by trying to harmonize note by note whatever I was singing because I didn't know any chords and somehow that developed whatever method I use now to write and to play you know um, and I continued to do that but you know in, in Spain I didn't grow up with any traditional Spanish music. I didn't listen to it. My family didn't listen to it. And my family is from the South, but they did not listen to flamenco at all. Oh. Um, I listened to Spanish pop rock, 
That's all, you know. And to English bands. I listened to Hannah Montana and Avril Lavigne. These were the people I was listening to as as a teenager, you know. Of course, yeah. Um, so I think the quote-unquote flamenco elements, I have no idea about flamenco, by the way. No idea. Uh, whatever it is, it's intuitive. And I think the fact that I, I, uh, I'm self-taught in the guitar, it, it brings out some flamenco things because flamenco is is a music style that in a culture that is learned on the street. Yeah. You know, there's something really exciting about it, but I have no idea about flamenco. With La Soledad on this record, I do have two incredible flamenco musicians joining me on it. And we found the bridge between my world and theirs. I know, see. Which yeah. it exists, obviously, because we share a language, like a spoken language. And we share a lot of harmonic elements. Debajo de la almohada me encontré una luna de luz clara. Dice ser la dueña de mi cama. Pregúntele y llaman soledad. Sido mandada hacerme más feliz. No debo nada más, debo cuidar. La cual la magia se llame tenga más piedad. Soledad, soledad. So when you picked up the guitar, did you find that it changed what you were listening to and how you were listening as you were trying to figure out this instrument that you'd picked up? Yeah. I, absolutely. I think what happened was that I started playing live and people would come to me and be like, this reminds me of this artist from Latin America that I had never heard of before, you know. So then I'd go and check it out. And it, it obviously it opened an, a huge world for me. It was really great. I also, you know, moving to New York for the first years where I worked as a waitress and The, my people, the people I worked with, were mostly from Latin America. They were my English wasn't great, so <laughs> you know we were speaking Spanish. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, what brought you to New York? I was um, in a in a sp special situation in Barcelona. I needed to leave. I needed to leave. It was a very last minute thing. It was urgent. I found. Uh, Uh, an agency online that would get me a job as a nanny anywhere in the States, you know, I couldn't choose. But I got lucky and I found a family uh, who lived upstate New York uh -huh. who would pay for my visa. So mm -hmm. it was very random. It was not like a planned out thing. I'm going to go and I'm going to, you know, play music in New York City. I was like, I need to leave from here. And that's the job I found, you know. Wow. Uh, and now, here you are, you know, uh, your English is obviously quite good, and, and you're writing in English, too, which did not happen on the first record. So is this kind of a new step for you? Well, I used to write only in English when I was a teenager. Terrible English. Horrible English. Um, and then when I discovered the guitar, I went to Spanish because it made sense with the instrument, you know. And only recently I went back to English on the guitar for the first time um, with Wooden Chair, which was the first song I wrote in English after all these years. And and uh, I started listening to a lot of bluegrass and folk American music and country music for the first time in my life. And I think I got a lot of influences from there, from the storytelling, you know, right. of of those songs. And that gave me the you know, the desire to write in English. Well, the, the song you're going to do next, If a Tree Falls in Love with a River, on the record, this is done with Jacob Collier. That's right. Who loves to stack voices. So yeah. for you, 
it's going from solo to duo. And for him, it's like going from a whole chorus of Jacob Collier's to just him and you. Yeah. That must have been a, a kind of a fun experience. I was, I was, um, I, I wouldn't say concerned, but I was curious to see what would happen when, because I was planning on just asking him to, you know, do the simplest thing we could. Um, I went to his house in London, and he was like, he offered to overdub. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, we could overdub. And I was like, can we just do completely live? And he was so into it, you know, he was like, absolutely. We actually just recorded everything on one mic. There's only one mic in the room, one of these like ribbon 360 mics, and he placed it in between us, and we're both playing guitars and singing, and there's only that. So we went the simplest we could have, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and now you and Elliot can do it for us here in the yeah, studio. Absolutely. Let's let's hear Lau Noah and Elliot Skinner doing If a Tree Falls in Love with a River. If a tree falls in love with a river Cause the sun makes her golden bright Can the tree understand and forgive her For the darkness she carries at night For the darkness she carries at night If the spring paints her eyes green with laughter And the winds brush her hair from the skies Will he love her as well moments after in the winter when everything dies In the winter when everything dies And would he notice her face when it changes And her water turns into a sea Or would he deem her a liar, a stranger Praise forever who she used to be Praise forever who she The tree stands too still for a river And a river is too wild for a tree Would he cut off his roots to be with her? Would she ever give up on the sea? Would she ever give up on the sea? Would he aim to maintain his desire For a swamp that can no longer dance If he were to be thrown in the fire In her eyes he would not stand a chance In her eyes he would not stand a chance But in the fall he could send from a distance Leaves of red so they dance on her hips And she could show him proof of her existence when the summer rain kisses his lips When the summer rain kisses his lips Cause a tree stands too still for a river And a river's too wild for a tree 
lovely thanks John. once again Lau Noah my guest with Elliot Skinner helping out on vocals and uh, that song is on the new record called Ados it's called if a tree falls in love with a river and so Lau you know you've gone from a solo EP to an LP of duets and I know the album doesn't even come out till tomorrow but knowing how these things work have you already started on a third record? And if so, what will that be? John, that will be everything. 50 musicians in a room and an orchestra, you know, it's going to be like symphony. Like that's, that's my dream. I have ah. a, few, a few pieces already uh, ready for the next record. Um, I just need a very wealthy sponsor <laughs> <laughs> to make that work if I want 50 musicians, you know. But yeah, I, I'd love to do that. I, I love the fact that I'm going from solo to duo to a bigger ensemble. And I love the fact that my first, my EP was called Three. And then right. we go a dos. And the next one's going to be one. Ooh, and of that's going to be yes. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people in, you know, unity. So, mm. yeah. Well, now, you know, we've been talking about a dos as a set of duets and you know on the record you're very clear about who you're duetting with mm -hmm. on each track until you get to the end of the record and the ode to darkness which for the first couple of minutes seems like it's a solo piece it's always done more for freedom until suddenly it's not ever what was that? What is that performance? <laughs> that was um, me opening for Chris Thiele in Europe and then opening for Nickel Creek in the UK. And I thought, what would happen if the whole audience sang this? And what would happen if they actually harmonized each other, you know, like as two big groups? And I had never done anything like that before. And the first night was in Paris and, and I went for it. It's never saved one of us. It's never saved one of us. You know, as an opening act, also, it's interesting because no one yeah. has come to see you. You have 30 minutes to make them fall in love with you. You have to give it all you, you have. You, you have to have given them enough for them to want to sing with you in the end complicated melody, complicated lyrics, you know, every time I try and teach the audience before the song starts, in every single city, in every single country I've done this in, everyone just bursts into laughter because they think there's no way we're doing that, you know. And every time they sound amazing and I mean you can witness it by listening to the last song on the record. where there's like around 
a thousand to fifteen hundred people singing in harmony and sounding so, so beautifully. And a burst of applause at the end, showing that the opening act had in fact won them over. <laughs> <laughs> the record is called Ados. It's out tomorrow from Lao Noah. Lau, thank you so much for coming in and bringing Elliot with you. You, you sounded great in, in the studio today. Thanks so much, John, for having us. And it's an honor to have Elliot sing with me anytime. And thanks also to our uh, technical director, Irene Trudell. Our producer is Karen Havlick, who also shot video today. And uh, you can keep up with everything we're doing on New Sounds by subscribing to our free weekly newsletter. Text New Sounds to 70101 or sign up on the website at newsounds.org. So don't you leave your home for me Cause all I have is string and feathers Just to sew a pair of wings that won't hold